welcome to the inner voice podcast i have been trying to do this for the last eight months and guess what we're finally here we are finally here and i am so excited this podcast is for for those women that are struggling for their voices to be heard so inner voice is all about voicing your opinions voicing your struggles so that you can feel more empowered you can feel validated you know there's a place here that you're not going to be judged there's no fear of judgment there's no fear of oh my god i'm going to be seen as me you can share whatever you like so if you don't know my name is ashley akram i am the ceo and founder of inner work 101 and i actually started helping businesses and women back in um started from 2018 however i've been in the online space since 2015 so i came into the online space as a network marketer i was on maternity leave with my son who's mashallah now eight years old so it's been a long time however a little disclaimer this anything that i share on my podcast going forward is my representation of the world my model of the world my opinion and sometimes we have a conflict in opinion sometimes we don't agree with what other people say and that's okay because i completely respect yours as well so you know if you don't agree and or you don't like you know what you hear and what you're seeing then you're more than you know welcome to leave but leave with peace and love because what i'm sharing on here isn't isn't for me it's for you it's for women like you who are struggling and need to feel empowered so let's get started um i have i asked a question on my platform so if you're not following me on instagram or tiktok it's inner work 101 and i ask that you can share your struggles anonymously this is where you don't feel you know that you need to disclose who you are uh, your name or anything and you can share whatever you're going through without being judged and I had nearly 300 responses. Obviously, I can't do all 300 on here down to timing. But I chose 10 just to make this first podcast a little bit easy, a, a quite, a, you know, short, sweet and snappy, straight to the point. Um, but there will be a part two. So let's get started. Um, I'm actually quite excited and nervous at the same time. Um, you know, I do my work, but my clients say all the time that actually you don't do yourself justice. So this is your time to see me in action when it comes to all things healing trauma emotion and all of that kind of stuff so the first one is ashi my relationship with my mum has changed since having my baby she's gone very bitter and constantly commenting on my parenting which is bringing me down okay now when it comes to parenting we don't come into this world or we don't come into our role as a mom with a manual guide like there is no manual guide it's whatever whatever feels right for you so maybe what she's trying to do is a bit of tough love because she wants you to get it right or maybe her mom did the same thing to her where you know it's a learnt behavior when she had you or had your sibling her mom stepped in you know into that role so that um she could do a, a better job or you know you could do a better job this could also be a little bit of jealousy what tends to happen is when we have our own little human beings um we kind of feel a little bit jealous it's like when my daughter said oh i've got a new best friend i don't need you anymore and i'm like oh okay 
thanks um you know it's a little bit of that it could be from a place of jealousy that her love has now been divided to someone else even though she will probably love your child more than she loves you which tends to happen um but it's just a bit of tough love i would say so the important part is that she's not doing it to hurt you so when you said that she's being a bit she's not doing it to hurt you it's from a place of love from a place of um you know making sure there's a safe environment for you I'm a safe place so what I would suggest is get your opinion listened to you know have a chat with her and say that I completely understand why you're doing it and that you love me but I actually don't like you know x what you did or you said don't breastfeed and give a bottle or don't give a bottle give a breastfeed whatever it is um you know put boundaries in place boundaries are so so important and it's not just to push people away but it's for you you know to, to have your sanity it can be hard when we have a child and obviously at first newborns you know when they're teething or when they're growing up they are quite demanding and the, the last thing you want is someone in your ear doing this um so make sure that um you know you are you're not putting yourself down you're doing your very utmost best and you know there's no manual there's no right or wrong way wrong way so do what feels best for you now to the next one so the next one i have is i've lost my passion in life i have three kids mashallah and they are my world but i just don't know how to carry on it's like i'm a robot girl do you fast do you first as mums we burnt the fuck out it's so true like we are on autopilot we're doing like 10 different things at one given time we're like on the go constantly and then we put the kids to bed and guess what there's no time for us we need to go sleep because we're, we're tired right so i remember watching a movie um and in that movie i don't know what movie was my husband was watching it and um the child um the lady had her baby and she was crying obviously hormones be high and she was crying and her mom's like cry you're grieving your old self and that hit me hard like it's so true and we give birth we don't just give birth to a child we give birth to a new version of us you know which isn't respected you know for isn't validated you know for it's just like here's you know here's your child and everything is about the baby but not the mom there we are so that being uh, that being said, I would highly recommend. I'm still getting used to this equipment. I would highly recommend that you know put you first. When we come from a place of love, we feel loved. We we feel fulfilled. We feel worthy. We feel validated, and you know we feel like there is a need for not not need but there's passion in our life in what we're doing but when we are operating on zero energy we're operating on burnout we're operating on being overwhelmed because a new role can be overwhelming um you know we feel like the passion of life is gone we think oh my god is this what life is just you know just me waking up in the morning and then going to bed and i've achieved absolutely nothing so right now what you really need to do is work on you for you okay not for anybody else not for your partner not for you yes for your kids but for you right now okay then for your kids so find your love language 
and fill yourself up every single day like i don't know if it's 10 minutes 30 minutes that you have but make sure that 10 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour is doing things that you enjoy and you love like you know if you can get some support and say hey can you look after the kids i'm just going to go run a bath it could be running a bath going for a walk reading a book you know meditating whatever it means for you but making sure that you're taking time out for yourself daily which will cause a shift in here so that you can reignite the passion that you have and then you can work on the deeper things because i do feel like sometimes when we really lose passion in life there is deeper things going on but this is a surface level activity that i can give you for now next i have okay so i have finding it hard to adjust with in-laws but husband won't move out okay so i have a lot of in-law questions here and you know which is which is mad but it's always going to be there um you know when it comes to in-laws like allah won't put us in situations or with people that are smooth sailing you know people come as lessons you know there's a i'm sure there's a hadith out there or a quote out there that says that i have given some people to you as a lesson and it's true okay whether that's a friend whether that's a relative whether that's in-laws you know business partners whatever it is people are a lesson for you uh, they're a test for you because we always have some sort of growing to do now when it comes to the biggest lesson with in-laws i've ever seen has been my mom like if you know me you know me like my mom and my dad are not related can i say that <laughs> they're actually not related um so my dad's side is let's start with my mum's side is very disciplined i won't say strict like my granddad he was like really disciplined you know there was structure there was routine and that is a good thing my dad's side on the other side um was very uh wild should i say they're very westernized and um, the way they dress the way they do things their functions were very very different so my mom came from one end of the stick into a complete different end of the stick and to see her adjust like yes there were conflicts in family and there always is that it's never going to be smooth sailing like i said but the way she adjusted to you know her in-laws was mad like literally and sometimes you know people pleasing creeps up because we want to keep people happy and we want to feel validated we want to feel accepted these things do go on but when it comes to your in-laws a good way to create a shift um for your perspective around them is choose the most difficult person that you're dealing with right now and again this does not have to be your in-laws it could be anybody in life it may be someone that you're working with a relative a cousin a friend even and at first it can be hard so i want you to write down 10 things that you adore about this person you love about this person or maybe something that they've done to you you might write something like alhamdulillah i'm so happy and grateful that this person opened the door for me like it could be something like that um but it's going to be at hard first thinking of 10 things but when you stay consistent in doing that activity what happens is that it will make things civil for you okay then nobody is saying to be best friends with anybody like whether again it's your in-laws or a friend you don't have to be best friends but being civil being in the same room where there's no conflict and you're calm and you're collective and you're at peace is the most important part and i will do the one that may allah put always you as well do the one that allah put barakah in your heart for them and their heart for you and inshallah may allah make it easy for you the next one I have was a mad one, by the way. It was, um, my husband has been sending his leg pictures to an unsaved number, but I don't want to doubt him. So when I seen this and I was like, leg pictures, like, 
what kind of leg. <laughs> but speculations can make a girl go wild. It's We, as women, are very, 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 very sensitive. So it's not nice to see whatever you saw. But the best thing that I can say to you is don't judge and ask straight away. In families and relationships regardless of what relationship it is there is so much miscommunication because we don't communicate how we feel or what we're thinking you know we're thinking oh my god is this going on instead of asking we jump to conclusions and that is the end all and be all so what I would say is that as a woman especially in our relationship with our husband we need a safe space and that safe space comes from the way we feel loved, the way we communicate, um, and you know, we get it from their masculine energy. So I would really, really ask you to go back and ask him, just say, look, I saw this, I know I shouldn't have looked, but I looked and I, I want to know what this is. Tell me more uh, and, and get the answer that you're looking for. Uh, I hope that helps. Next one is... Um, I feel like a burden on my family. I'm 42 and content with my life as it is, but family is pushing me towards marriage. Okay, firstly, sister, you are a burden. You never have been and you never will be. I think this is just one of them cage boxes that the society has or culture has for us women people to fit in. And there's cage boxes for everybody, whether it's a child, a male, a husband, a dad, um, a, a wife a sister there's always this box and they exist and and unfortunately what you know there's a time limit on these things so for example it might be you need to get married by the age of 28 and then when you get married um you know you need to have a child in the first five years and then when you have your first child you need to have another one because it needs a sibling in the first two years and the list never ends unfortunately um so i would say again this is a you problem it's a them problem you don't need to feel like a burden because you're not and i go back to communication communicate the way you're feeling and just remember that they're not coming from a bad place either sometimes society can put a pressure on parents but they're doing it from a place of love and they're doing it from a place of peace of mind like parents want always especially the go emotion when they grow older and be like I don't want to die knowing my child isn't sorted or you know they don't have a companion and that kind of stuff so they're coming from a safe place for you so just communicate how you feel and tell them that you understand where they are coming from and that you know that they love you but you love them too and for now it's a no okay and do istahara and I pray Allah makes it easy for you Next question I have is my husband is great with the kids and everything but doesn't support my business or financially. This is one that I hear a lot so especially when I'm doing relationship breakthroughs and it comes to partners this is one that I hear a lot and the first thing first like let's just leave your husband out of it let's start with you first and the question is what kind of support are you looking for? And could you give it yourself first? So it might be that I need support with the kids because I need to do X. Okay, yes, then you need to, you know, say that to him. So what kind of support do you want? Can you provide it to yourself first? And then ask yourself, what do I want from him? How do I want his support? You know, do you want praises? Do you want his input? Do you want his time? Do you want quality time? And the main question is that, does he know how to support you? 
And most of the times they don't. Men are very, very in their masculine energy. Yes, they do have feminine energy because that's how they love us. That's how they, sh you know, shower us with love. But when it comes to supporting, they need it on paper. They need it in black and white on paper that I need support of you and I would like it like this okay so that they can then do that like for example like when it comes to um you know um taking the kids to school for example and you're like i'm not feeling well today can you go please do it you've told him and he supported you with not feeling well and they go ahead and do it so i would say write down what kind of support you're looking for how you want him to support you and then approach him and have this conversation and say look I feel like I need more support from you. I don't feel, you know, not not from like a a conflict and you know a resentment, but more from a piece of place and uh, peace and love, um, from calmness, so that you your calm energy gets to you know what you're saying to him. And when it comes to financially, again, make it very clear it is his duty Islamically to support you financially. And again you need to outline what kind of financial support that you need so that he can then do that. Um, another thing you could do is read Surah Jummah times three on a Friday and that read it uh, the um, read it online, Google it, read it. There's, there's, it's amazing because it restores communication, love, peace and harmony in relationships. Okay, the next question I have is, oh my God, we're like, 15 minutes in i find it hard to bond with my firstborn i have four children okay children and parenting doesn't come, to, come with a manual i've said this so many times but each one it gets easier like my sister said this she was like do you remember when you had kiana we was like on edge and we make sure he didn't go anywhere with ariana we kind of didn't give a shit <laughs> like oh she's over there it's fine just leave her she'll be fine and she fell over we we're like yeah she'll get up with Kian, like, oh my god oh my god like are you okay that kind of stuff so it gets easier but when it comes to your first child they always say your first child goes through what you go through and i feel that especially when i look at my son he's very like he's very um like me like ariana is no shits given uh, you know kian is pretty much like me because i had it tough with him so remember all four children are very very different and see them as individuals and not as a group which is really really important so what you need to do is break off time bonding with each one first i know right now you may say well the other three is fine and the first child i'm not sure if it's a he or a she but the first child it's hard so the first thing what you need to do is dedicate time to each child, especially your first one. Um, and I know it's quite hard because when we have less time, you know, we're, we've got so much to do in the house and we've got so much to do as a mom, we've got so much to do as a wife, but dedicate time to each child. And bonding comes through com communication. It comes through communicating through their language, not yours. How many times have you spoken to someone and you're like, you're not just getting it, you're not getting what I'm saying. And it's because you're not communicating or they're not communicating in your language. So what is your first child's love language? Well, not even first child, every, every child's love language. So you can do the love language quiz on Google. So type in love language quiz. It's a purple website and you could do um, the quiz with each one of them separately, by the way and ask them how do you want me to spend time with you so for me i get the kids on this two separately and i basically ask them okay well, let's do bonding time what would you like to do bonding time this 
week this month and they write a list of all the activities that they want me to do with them and you need to do the same when it comes to with your child so for example um ariana's love language is um quality time and toys so if i say to her what would you like to like, let's go buy toys or let's go to the arcades and have pizza hut together that kind of stuff Kian, on the other hand, his love language is quality time and affection. Like he loves the cuddles and the hugs. So if I asked him what would you like to do, he would say, uh, let's watch a movie together or let's go do an activity together, like you know, painting or something like that, and lots of hugs and cuddles um, when we're on the sofa, so that kind of stuff. So it's really, really important that you make the effort to bond and having that quality time. Like it doesn't have to be hours and hours, even 10 minutes will do good, right? 10 minutes will go a long way. So make your children aware of your love language too. Remember, a bond is both ways. So if you feel like there's no bond there, clearly your first child isn't speaking your language and you're not speaking his so that wasn't on for a second excuse me so when you have bonding through communication through love language from both sides you're getting the step towards that relationship more stronger you're both moving in the same direction and this just doesn't have to be with you know just your children it can be in any relationship it can be your friends it could be your relatives your cousin your in-laws anybody that you can do this with and the next one I have is I lost my husband six years ago and feel like a burden on my family with the marriage talks May Allah make it easy for you and I pray that Allah grants your husband the highest rank in Jannah. I'm so sorry for your loss. When when it gets when it comes to pain, right? So I always do this box thing. I've got a pen and paper here, might use it. Um, when it comes to pain, you've got a box. And to say if that's the box, that's the pain. Okay. So your your pain is always hating it, it's fresh. Over time, your box is getting bigger, your pain is getting smaller, so it might be a dot. So it does time and time, you know, you get triggered, you get hurt. When it comes to your husband, he's in your heart. And the thing is, like, everyone, and I said this earlier, everyone is a test, and so was your husband. He was part of your journey, and you was part of his for his time on this, on this dunya. But you're not a burden on your family because they're coming from a place of compassion and love they want your safety which is to see you settled um so what i would suggest in doing istahara and ask allah for guidance and see what's best for you like if it if 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 this has best interest for you obviously allah knows best then inshallah things will be easy and if it's not it will be removed from your past but the truth is we're never ready we're never ready for the next step like our subconscious mind is made to keep us in our comfort zone and that might be like how many times you know do we say oh i'm, I'm so scared to leave my job and go to a new one because that's our safe place you know you you know when it comes to your first day at school your first day at job you know getting married having your first child it's always scary and the most important part is knowing how to support yourself so i would really um i mean may allah make it easy for you and everybody i don't know who you are but i do pray that you move forward but you know have that communication with your parents but just know that you're not a burden on them and they're doing it from a place of love because they want to see you settled 
Okay, we have our last question now. Like I said, I was only doing 10 um, just to keep this video nice and nice and short. So since starting my business, I feel as though my cousins are off with me and always making digs at what I'm doing. I know if I say something, it will turn into chaos. Oh, okay. So if your circle can't be happy for you, your circle is the wrong circle. Like, bitch, be gone. <laughs> Literally. I just don't like it. The thing is, right, There's there is rivalry in in siblings rivalry and cousins and that's not the cousins or the siblings fault it's down to programming that's been passed down okay it's a very competitive i see it a lot like i have a lot of cousins on both sides it's very competitive like you know who's loved the most and who's wanted the most and who's the bad the bad grandchild or who's the bad child or that kind of stuff but listen Allah bless you with a vision for your business for a reason because if it had to be them they would have had it your dream your goals how many times do we do the one be like yalla please you know i want to make up money from home i, I want to start a business and I, I want income and he gives you exactly that not everyone's going to get your vision and if they're not going to support you then you don't need to stop at every dog that box excuse my language like literally you know you're here to fulfill a dream you're here to you know put business isn't just a product or a service and you're giving it for an exchange of money it's an act of service because you are serving people with what you have okay and when you see it like that your mission on serving people becomes a lot more stronger than what people have to say remember opinions don't pay bills so what i would do is when it comes to your cousins or even friends or sometimes you know people online um you know they like the downplayed version of you they like you know because they're playing small or they have that fear or they have that limiting belief that you know if you said to them well why don't you become a i don't know a pop star or why don't you become an influencer why don't you become a, a ceo and they'd be like no, no no i can't do that because they have that limiting belief or they have that fear they kind of project it onto you so sometimes it's not even a you problem it's a them problem so ask yourself if you did have a conversation with them would it really help or can you just disconnect yourself from their opinions from their thoughts and what they think or believe about your business which means you continue as you are serving your customers or your clients doing your business and not letting them get to you because your mission is more bigger than their opinion remember opinions don't pay bills your work does so there's a lot of things around that but like i said there's a part two that is going to come inshallah in good time and i'm if you've watched till here or listened to here i'm so grateful for you thank you so much i know this is my first one it's messy i'm breathing heavy i'm drinking i'm talking fast i'm gonna get used to it okay it's messy action is the best action so that being said if you go and um, if you would like to input more struggles or if there's a topic that you want me to cover go into my bio there's a link there tap into the link and anon anonymously put it in there or if you're daring enough and you you know you're not shy on sharing who you are then you know message me on instagram or tiktok i'll, I'll read you know i'll reply back inshallah and um, here is to more podcasts here are is to more audios what i am going to be doing is creating series of motivational ones so what you'll see is if you sign up to my uh, spotify these are free that it costs you nothing 
um but it will motivate you send it to whoever you feel like needs to hear it but there'll be motivational ones you know for for when you wake up and you need a little cake or if you're having a bad day or if fear creeps up or maybe you you know you're pleasing people online and you don't want to be a people pleaser anyway whatever it is inshallah i have you covered so that being said i'm gonna love you and leave you thank you so much for listening and watching and i shall see you on the other side bye